What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th, shop at Macy's.com or in store. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wind Down with Janet Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. You know what's so annoying? <laughs> what? Is that Mark only comes on the show when uh-huh. something is like... <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I just had this feeling. Here oh, here he comes. Here's <laughs> well, this little bobblehead I coming heard my on name. the show. Here I, am. No, I know, but no, it's just no. whenever anything is like in the press or right. which there's, I don't know what, what I'm talking, talking about, about there, but um, <laughs> it's just, I'm like, oh, I bet you Mark's going to be on the show because he's just a digger. He likes to dig and he likes to poke and he likes to prod because he's a producer. <laughs> it is, it's a fine line that I walk because I don't want to. Impose myself in the show, and I'm not needed. I don't want to be in the way, but there are times when some prodding could help mm. the situation. Right? Yeah. Because sure. I mean, yeah. I have seen some stories this week. You have? A good few. Yeah. Some huh. very complimentary. Thank you. That's so sweet. I haven't looked or noticed at all. Oh, it's so great because she just good. doesn't pay attention to stuff. You no, know? it's it's awesome. I'm living my life as a single mom and having fun, and um, just you know, I stay off social media. <laughs> I love it, and I'm over here like that's smart. But I will tell you that I, I did see one article that says that you are a smoke. So congratulations. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Can we? What does that mean? Um, my understanding. Well, I always go straight to. Urban Dictionary in these yeah, tell situations. Me what so I should read you the actual definition of it. But it's a noun. It's a noun. <laughs> so it is a smoke, which I believe is often short for a smoke show. Okay. Oh, wow. And a smoke show is a word to describe <laughs> someone so hot 
that you basically okay. see the smoke coming off of them. Oh, that's so good. Man, I got to get back on social media. <laughs> I was so nervous for a second. Smoke was not going to mean smoke show. <laughs> it was going to be like... <laughs> uh, trust me, same. A huge letdown. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, that's a lie to say I'm not on social media. I, I just don't... Um, I've, I learned from the divorce to not read comments because people are very mean. And I think there's just so much misinformation out in the world in general that it's it's um, my my tr- heart is always like, but that's not true. And it's like it, it takes so much energy to like defend or it's just so funny. Everyone thinks they have it all figured out. They know everything that goes on and they just, you know, so what can you do? You can't. You just got to let it. Let it ride. Mm-hmm. Is it a weird feeling that if you choose to comment on the, you know, if there were 20 articles this week, <laughs> and you came on your podcast and said, uh, these aren't true or okay, well, that's true or whatever you said, it would create 20 more articles or probably yeah. 40 articles next week. Is that a weird feeling that you have that kind of power to create this stuff? <gasps> you know, I know. I think, I think uh, I've learned lessons of speaking, you know, and I think um, I, yeah, I don't. Yep. You have no yep. comment on being a smoke? Oh, uh, thank you. My comment is okay. being a smoke is that's I'm very flattered. So thank you. Mm-hmm. That's very sweet. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's a good one. That's and nice. um, thanks, Kat. High You're five. welcome. Okay. So speaking of my bestie, uh, we are going to Vegas yes! because the iHeart Music Festival is back. Woo! Woo! Are we gambling? Yes, we're yes. gambling. So we are doing a pre-show podcast hosted by me. And my best friend, Catherine, is going to be with me. It's going to be a blast. Um, we're going to have some amazing uh, artists and celebrities joining the show. We're going to have Tasha Adams, Chrissy Metz, Debbie Gibson, Joey McIntyre. Oh, my God. If I start singing any Dying. of his songs. I'll stop you. Okay. Thanks. Um, Donnie Osmond, Maddie and Kenzie Ziegler. Yay. I love her. You love, love dance moms. Show. And I love um I love their mom. They're so sweet. 98 degrees obsessed. Do you know that their Christmas album is probably oh, one of the so best good. Christmas albums of all time? So good. Um and Teddy Mellencamp, who she's my girl. So um so and so many more. So get your tickets today at onlocationlive.com and let's have fun and get lucky in Vegas. Hey? Hey. 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 Hi. Hi. Let's get lucky. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We have a really exciting guest that's coming on today. Pastor Cal. And he has a book out called Marriage Ain't for Punks. And he's also a mentor on Married at First Sight, which is uh, Wednesdays on Lifetime. Lifetime. Um, (laughs) But I'm really pumped to get him on and talk all things marriage. And actually, I think he's in the waiting room now. So let's bring him in. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. 
APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey, Pastor Cal. Hey, Jana, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm Jana, and this is my friend Catherine. Hi. Catherine. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, oh, my pleasure. First of all, I just, your book, the, the title is just <laughs> fantastic because it's so true. Marriage is not for punks, you know? It ain't for punks. It's hard. It's 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 not an easy thing. It, it's it's pretty tough actually, but you know what? It's possible, and when it worked, it works great. It works so well. How long have you been married for? 
my wife and I, we've been married for, we're in our 13th year. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. Yeah. And we're, we're very open and honest with people. We tell them, you know, this is our, we're second timers. We got married first time, very young mm -hmm. and very dumb. And we made a lot of mistakes, but this time, uh, it's, it's till death do us part voluntarily or involuntarily. Uh, you're going to have to die to leave. Here, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My ex said the same thing, but he's not here anymore. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> It's fine. I think everything, you know, things happen, right? But uh, happens, yeah. it's interesting when you say the young and dumb, because I think, well, I mean, I definitely had a young and dumb moment. I mean, I was 19 and had Elvis marry me in Vegas and I only knew the guy for two weeks. So there's, you know, that's oh, wow. a, a young and dumb moment. But yeah. there is something to be said to where, you know, I, I've got a six-year-old daughter and it's like, how do I, how do you tell your kids like, Hey, wait until you're a certain age. Cause I even see kids now. I mean, shoot our, um, you know, our, 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 our someone who was helping us with our kids, she was 23 and you know, she got married and she was 20 something. I'm like, Oh gosh. Cause I'm like, I just think of all like the, how much I've grown from 19 to 23 and then 23 to 26 and then 26 to 30. And it's like, I, I feel like I'm different people in those, in those gaps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's one thing I talk about in the book is, is the, um, you know, the, the beauty of change mm. and that, that we are always changing. And, you know, we're, you, you are not the person you were when you were 23. You're not the person you were last year. You're not even the person you were yesterday, more than likely, because every experience we have in life changes us. Mm -hmm. And I believe that for every relationship that's going to work, you have to notify each other of when those changes happen. Uh, my wife and I, we still do that. You know, we let each other know, you know, we're different now. Things that I used to like, I may not like anymore. My love language changes. I mean, mm. all, all things are changing constantly. And that's the beauty and the excitement of marriage, but also the challenge. What do you say when people say that person will never change? No, I don't believe that. Not at all? Yeah, no, I don't believe that. I believe people change. People mm -hmm. can change. The question is, when do they, they do to? change, will you still be, will you want them? You know, mm. yeah, it doesn't mean you have to stay, be with them because they're changing. But everybody, I, I, I guess, I, I don't know if I'm an idealist or just an eternal optimist or what, but I, I believe that everyone can change. Everyone has the ability to change. I mean, you've heard it said, Janet, uh, you know, one, once a cheater, always a cheater. I mean, what if we, what if we said that about, about other things in our lives, you know, uh, uh, you know, once a, uh, overweight person, always an overweight person, mm. or, or once, you know what I mean? No, people change, people grow, mm -hmm. people are different. And uh, I think we have to give people attitude to do that. No, I mean, I, I hear you for sure on that. And I think, I, you know, I've always been a huge advocate that things, you know, people can change and you can grow and you can um, learn and heal and, and uh, be a better person. But there has to come a point too. And I think, you know, I experienced this with my last relationship where I kept saying, oh, he's going to change, he's going to change, he's going to change. But when the pattern yes. keeps happening for six years and, you know, the cheating continues, it's like at some point, like you got to throw your hands up, right? Well, Pastor and be like, hey, I, I like there is not there's I don't see the change. And I'm not saying you won't ever change, but you're clearly not right. changing in, our, in this when, when we're like holding out for me. I'm like, I'm the kind of person like I want to hold out for like that change because now I'm like, oh, now he's going to change for the next person. Well, that's that sucks, you know, but yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, but you're absolutely right. It's like, you know, you you have to determine what your limits are. Mm -hmm. You have to determine where your boundaries are. Um, 
as I mentioned before, we're, I'm a second timer. Uh, my wife is as well. And, you know, I've had people say, well, look, if you guys, you know, could you have made your first marriage work? I said, you know what? I, I, I don't know. Maybe if, of course, if I'm knowing what I know now. Yeah. But, but at, at that certain point, um, you know, you have to ask yourself the question, is this going to be good for me going into the future with all the trials and all the problems and all the almost irreparable damage that a relationship that this relationship has caused. And if you're in a relationship where there's been irreparable damage, the last thing you want to do is to stay in it where it's, it's damaging you. You know, so, you know, change can happen. People can change, but that's still, the question still is out there, you know, do, does that mean that you have to, to stay in that relationship? Yeah. That's just like, that's just like the tough part. Cause it's like, after so many years, you're like, well, I've waited this long. So it's like the change has got to come, but then you realize it's probably not going to come with you. And it's hard to pass that on to be like, oh man, I fought for something that now all that hard work is going to just go into like this new blossoming romance that, that I fought for. Right. right. Or that people fight for. And that yeah. feels but very unfair. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. But you know, look, this, this is the, this is one of the mysteries of relationships. Yes. You can be in a relationship and look, am I better than I was in my last marriage? Absolutely. Sure. You know, are you better than you were in your last marriage? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So yes, you may have done something to, 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 to make him better, but those experiences also made you better. Sure. You know, and so we all get better. We're all different. We're all better than we were. And we just have to embrace that. You know, I mean, I look at it like this, that people come into your life for, a reason sometimes, but not for a lifetime, mm. you know? And if someone's in your life and you change during that time and you experience growth and the trials that you go through uh, help you to experience a, a greater understanding and a more pleasing personality, then accept that. Uh, that person wasn't meant for you for the long term. Mm -hmm. So you said earlier, so like I've been married for 14 years and got married young, like you were saying earlier. Um, and how, I'm just how young were you? 23. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah. So young. But yeah. so. <laughs> no, sorry that I referenced someone that was so young. Yeah, no, it's yeah, fine. Because I, totally I think about that all the time. And I mean, and our marriage has definitely had ups and downs. And so mm -hmm. like you were saying earlier, I'm so, you know, we change. We change through the years, every day, all that. So it's like. How do you recommend kind of, you said that y'all communicate that, but it's like, obviously me and my husband have changed a lot through that time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, how do you, I mean, how do you know and are aware of what you need to talk about and what the changes, I mean, it's just, it seems being very aware of yourself would be key, I guess, but that just sounds hard to me. Yeah, it is hard. It is hard. And of course, you know, marriage ain't for punks, but yeah. it, it is, it's, <laughs> It's very difficult uh, to know this. And this is, this is why I always encourage, you know, constant communication and communication on, on, on deeper levels, not just, you know, talking about events and, and you know, how was your day and all that mm -hmm. stuff. But it, it, communication is difficult. It's so hard. It's hard to, to, to talk about, you know, things that are painful. It's hard to talk about things that you don't like anymore. It's hard to talk about things in your spouse or in your partner that you don't like anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's it's just necessary. You have to have those tough discussions. You have to have those tough um, arguments, even in order for it to in order to get those things out, in in order for it to work. But you're absolutely right. It's tough for people who have been married. Uh, you're married young. Now you're not the same person that you are that you were 
it requires an incredible amount of vulnerability, openness, and, and, and introspection, you know, to, to sit down with your spouse and say, you know what, I want to tell you how I'm different. Mm. I want to tell you how I'm not the same person. And I want to know how you're not the same person. And I want to find out how can these two new people mm. still stay together and still find love and still discover the beauty and the newness that we all now share. You know, it's, it's, it's tough, but it is necessary. Do you think you could do that? Cause I feel like I would just cry. <laughs> well, you know me. Good. That's great. Right? My problem is I'd be like, this is how you've changed. Oh, sure. And right. I know that you can't, you know, it's like, but I mean, I've way changed, to know that you've done too. this. Yeah. And that's where it's like, you have to, I guess, like you just said, point out how I've changed and said, now you tell me how you've changed. And I guess that exactly. would be a better way to have that conversation. Exactly. Why exactly. is it so hard? I mean, cause I feel like I've, um, I've definitely got it, but I've been doing a better job at it over the years. But to to have those vulnerable conversations, it's your partner. It should they should be your best friend. Like where 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 does that go? Where like where does that piece go when like shouldn't that be that person that you're just so comfortable being like, hey, this is I'm gonna be vulnerable with you. Like I don't understand like how where that because I feel like I I was a little bit better with that in our marriage, but like why it isn't reciprocated or why it's harder for other people to like get that. Yeah. It's because it's scary. It is scary, man, to, uh, to reveal yourself and to, to let somebody know, you know, who you really are and what you really feel and your deep, dark secrets and, and, and your, the things that you're not pleased about it. I mean, it's, it's really difficult to be that vulnerable. I heard a psychologist uh, put it this way. He said that uh, she said that, when I reveal who I really am, it's a dangerous thing mm. because I'm telling you the deepest parts of me. Um, and if you don't accept those deepest parts, I have nothing left. Mm -hmm. You have completely rejected who I am. So people quite often will, will, will hide those parts. They'll keep those parts to themselves because they don't want to feel rejected. But if you're going to experience great love, you also have to take great risks. Mm -hmm. You also have to be willing to, um, to be that open and to be that vulnerable. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people are, are, are afraid of that, which is why the divorce rate is so high. Right. It's funny because when we look at, you know, arranged marriages, like which is what, what I do, you know, we do on the show, sort of a new take on arranged marriages. They have roughly a 95% success rate. Wow. Arranged marriages. Right. And it's because they're not, they're not romantic marriages. People are getting together for a different reason. They're getting together because number one, their families connect. Mm. Number two, they're building legacies together. And what they're creating is a, they're, they're contributing to the social stability of their community. And that's how they look at it. They're not looking at it as, oh God, I love you, I love you. And we just, we just want to be together and see the rainbows and the bunny rabbits <laughs> and, and, and you know, see the pot of gold. And that's cool. But when you have something that's much more firm, much more stable to build your relationship on. The fact that we are actually building something. Look, if I know that we have a solid foundation, this is what my wife and I, we experienced. When we determined and we, we decided that, look, we're not going anywhere, period. That's it. We know what the pain of loss feels like. Mm -hmm. We know what the pain of divorce feels like. We'll, we will never experience that again. Once we've established that in our relationship, we can argue because that has been established that irrespective of, irrespective of what happens, we're not going anywhere. 
we will be together. We Unless never something out. happens where it's like you're just miserable, right? Because like you wouldn't want to stay in something that you're just like the person's not picking, you know, not being your partner and helping and, and growing. If you, if a person just like throws it away, like you can't stay in that. Right. Well, well, you know, you look, here's the thing. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Misery is a part of marriage. Sure. Was- but not for like five years. Could you be miserable? Like, honestly, like, like if, if, it, if I ever get married again, if I'm miserable and like it is a, it, I'm in a five year, ten year misery. Like, what is the yeah. point? I'd rather be alone. I I if agree. I've tried and I've done therapy and this person's still not yeah. like doing their work, like how is that healthy? Yeah, I, I'm not the guy who to say stay in a marriage under any given any circumstance. Sure. I, I, I'm not going to say that, but I am going to say because uh, you know for for all the couples that I've I've, I've talked to over the last twenty some years. One one common denominator that I've seen is that uh, people do give up too quickly. Uh, for sure. Uh, I've seen couples who have been miserable for years, mm-hmm. have learned tools mm-hmm. to, to cope and to deal and to understand and to reveal. Look, I've seen couples who've been violent. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, I don't, I don't, I don't advise the violence. I don't, I don't stand for it at all. But I've seen couples who've been physically violent towards one another have come to an understanding of why that was happening, have corrected their behavior and have accepted each other, the corrected people that they that they become. Change. And last time that I checked, they would have been married now for what, 21 years? Wow. Happy, happy. Yeah. Because they've 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 understood what the problem was. Mm-hmm. They isolated the problem. They didn't de- they didn't attach the problem to the person, but they took the per- the problem, as I often say, and they set it on a shelf and said, you know what? That's the problem. This year is attacking our marriage. How do we attack that issue? Not connect the issue to the person, but so separate the issue from the person and deal with the issue objectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two people have to be willing to do that and they have to be willing to stay in this thing and work at it. And they have to be vulnerable and realize, look, I screwed up. And if you have a person who's not willing to admit their error, that's a problem. And that's when I see marriages decline. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I remember when I went to my therapist office, she was like, when I found out about, you know, all the affairs and stuff, my therapist Mm -hmm. was like, give it a do not do anything for at least a year. Yes. And I'm like, what the did you just say? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, what? No, yes. like you're out of your mind. Like how I can't even like be in the same. And she's like, I need you to give it. Do not make any drastic. And I think you're right. I think people do give up too, too, too easy. And I think it's there's shiny objects over here and there's a shiny object over there. And it's it seems like a quick fix, but there's not. But then that lead into my point, which was I was, you know, saying like, okay, then six years later, still misery, still relapses. Okay, now it's like, what do I want for my next fifty? You know, like I, that's just not a life, and and neither for him too. Like you know, he's, we we weren't, um, we were better off um, co-parents, and that's the unfortunate truth. And you know, um, yeah, and and again, not something. That I think we, it's not like you walk into that, but knowing that marriage is really hard. Um, but I'm curious, like, wh- what do you say to the people that they didn't cheat? They're not alcoholics. They don't have, um, there's really nothing wrong. They just kind of feel stuck. Is it just yeah. going back to that same like communication or is there something that can kind of like um, jumpstart it a little bit? 
Well, absolutely, and that this is when this is when counseling comes in. You need to look. I, I, God, I've talked to so many people who have been in that situation. I'm I'm talking about people who've been married for years. I'm talking 10, 15, 20 years, and uh, they felt stuck. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a way to become unstuck. Of course, you know, it, yeah, we, we have to talk in every individual, you know, because every situation is different. So I can't give you just a carte blanche. Hey, do this magic thing and poof, you're unstuck. It, it, it actually, you actually have to, one, um, identify what that challenge is. What it, okay, you know, why do I feel this way? And, you know, take the focus off your partner and put the focus on you. Why do I feel that? Why do I feel stuck? What if you what? don't know, though? Like, what if you're like, I don't know? That's when a therapist can help you un- uncover that. Because uh-huh. a lot of times, a lot of times what you deal with in your relationship has nothing to do with your relationship. It has to do mm-hmm. with some, some crap that you've dealt with in your history. It has to do with some some stuff you've dealt with in your past. I mean, I've I've talked to numerous people who are who are carrying baggage from their parents, carrying baggage from their old relationships, and they're wondering, you know, why is my marriage suffering? Well, your marriage is suffering because you never resolved those things from your past, and those things are weighing you down, and they're weighing your spouse down. And when you have two people who are dealing with some of the same kind of challenges, you know, yeah, it's it's almost a, a sinking ship that you you you're on. So a lot of times that that stuck feeling, that thing that, you know, why is there a weight on us? Why is it that our that, that you know, we can't seem to just be happy. Mm-hmm. We can't seem to just feel good. I mean, what is that? I always and I think your, your therapist was so right. Don't make any rash decisions. The first thing you need to do individually is seek some counseling and find out, first of all, is there something about me that's causing me to be stuck, not only in my marriage, but in other areas of my life as well. And that needs to be um, uncovered with some serious, uh, some serious intervention. Mm. Preach. I'm going to church right now. I You're know. preaching. It's good. Preaching to me. I I'll love take it. Off no, <laughs> I love it. What's been the biggest, um, the biggest lesson that you've kind of, or not say lesson, but um, awakening, I guess, that you've had to realize with marriage? Yeah, I guess the, the it, well, there's so many, but I, I guess one thing that comes to mind uh, is that you know there is no perfect marriage. Mm-hmm. There is no that all my expectations have to be altered and normalized, you know? And, and I think that there, there's nothing that's, that, that's perfect, that, that's going to be exactly what I expect it to be, but it's probably better than, you know, what, what other people are going through as well. I tell people this all the time, you know, for all the people who complain about their relationships, if you were to take everyone and sit them, stand them in a circle, and somehow take all of your problems and throw them in the middle. And if everyone could stand around and look at those problems in the middle, I will bet you you'd take yours back. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, everybody's going through their own BS. Everybody's going through their own kind of crap, man. And, you know, you we can, you know, monumentalize ours and say, oh, my God, this is the worst thing in the world. But, nah, it's never as bad as, as, as you think it is. There's never, you know, the grass is never really green on the other side. That's so true. And just to share a quick little story, I went to get a new computer and the guy that sold me the computer, he was blind. And I just, I don't know, I just kind of felt this um, nudge to just have conversation with him. And, you know, so I started talking to him, asking where he's from. And um, I could just see him kind of 
loosen up a little bit and um, start smiling. And it just I don't know, it warmed my heart. And so then I started asking him about, um, you know, I said, if it's if it's OK to ask, you know, how long have, is was this were you born blind or and he just started telling a story and it was fascinating. And then he goes, and you know what? And he said exactly what you just said. He goes, if, if we all sat in a circle and we put all of our in the middle of the room, he goes, I will take my blindness over any of the other stuff that people put in the middle. And I was just like, yeah. I, it was just like, it almost like made me start to get teary eyed. But I was like, wow, that's so true. Like we all have our stuff and it's just how we find the gratitude in it, how we grow from it, how we learn from it and how we're grateful. Like, okay, it's not really that bad. It's not. And if we could just tell ourselves that, I mean, it's, you know, my wife always uses this illustration is that the building always looks intimidating. It always looks large when you're standing right at the front entrance. Mm-hmm. You know, you look up, oh my God, that is a looming building. That is the biggest thing. But when you step back, mm-hmm. the further you go back from it, you notice, wait a minute, you know, it tends to come into focus. And I think most of the time we have to step away from our situations so we can sit back and look at it objectively and say, okay, fine. How bad is this actually? Mm-hmm. You know, how, how, how bad was this argument? Did my, didn't, you know, did my husband hit me? Did my wife? No, wasn't any of that. Okay, fine. You know, are they, are they a bad person? I asked, I asked a couple of this once um, on, 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 on the show, Married at First Sight. And I asked her, I said, she was complaining about a relationship. I said, if you were to give your relationship a grade from A to F, mm. what would it be? And she said, well, probably a B minus. I said, oh my gosh, do you realize how many people have been married for 50 years on a C? Yeah. You know? And if I got a B minus in school, I'd be celebrating. So that sounds pretty damn good <laughs> no, to me. <laughs> no, B minus. Hey, we're having a party. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, it's all true. perspective. It's all perspective. Do you like doing Married at First Sight? Because I mean, it's it's so fun. I, I really do. It's, you know, and, and for probably for a different reason. Uh, it's not, it's not the TV. TV is great, you know, but it's not just that when you, when you have, I think right now we have about 16 successful individuals, you know, uh, we have like eight babies. I mean, that is the kind of stuff that just, we, we're like making families, man. And people Jamie Otis was on Married at First Sight, right? Yeah. We're friends on Instagram. She's a sweetheart. And I, I, and I was just like, wow, that's so crazy that that actually works, you know, and you're, that's a lot better than the bachelor bachelorette, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to throw shade, but you're absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) We're knocking them out the water. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) That is, it's it's great. And then do you have, how many kids do you have? I have three. You have three. So because you you know, you're so aware and I've, I've, shoot, I've done a lot of childhood work and realizing how what how that has brought into my adult life and sure. I've been so mindful of like okay what what is going to be my part that I play in my children's life now with um their traumas that I'm gonna I I got I'm gonna have to probably bring something that I don't know if it's now gonna be the divorce or whatever but is there something that are you mindful of ways that you communicate with your kids so that um they're not gonna be sitting in therapy just talking about y'all. <laughs> yes. yes they might still be sitting in therapy just talking about it. <laughs> yes. but gosh you know it's kind of funny because you know i have i have a uh, you know two millennials oh. and and one who's just outside outside that that arc or, or somewhere in it i don't know i didn't even know <laughs> where they are but but uh it's a whole different way of thinking i i, I don't understand them anymore <laughs> But yeah, but you know, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I try to pour as much 
uh, openness and honesty and kindness and, and understanding in them so that they, they, they can uh, you know, have some kind of balance and success. As a matter of fact, um, it's funny because I guess all three of them come to me uh, when they're having issues and challenges. Mm -hmm. And we sit down and they do talk about their, their issues. You know, dad, what do you think about this? Or how do you, and that's rewarding, you know? So, so I yeah. guess I'm kind of like, so, they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're kind of. so like open communication, keep the, oh, keep the open. And then for, for those of us that are in the dating world, <laughs> uh, what do, what do you recommend for, uh, for that? I gotta, gotta hear it. Girl, do you, do you, do you, okay. You, oh, you're married. You're, you're okay. Jen, you, you're single. Mm -hmm. Do you have a checklist? I have boxes. Okay, you have boxes to be checked. Yes, okay. <laughs> that's the same thing. But same thing. okay, but you know, I, it's like I, I, the list is like this, and then I have like they're like boxes. That's how oh, I visualize okay. it. In my, oh man, I guess I've never really. Um, uh, well, they don't go through. The list. I mean, I'm not. I won't go through the list. Okay, fine. I don't know. But let's say like uh, between five to ten. Is that too many? Maybe let's say five. Five to ten boxes. I would say five. <laughs> What's the right answer? Is what she Tell me the right answer. I want to be I want, no, such a brown nose. I, I, I would say that if you know, and this is not just for you, but <laughs> but anyone who has checklists or boxes or any of that, um, I I would say destroy them. No, <laughs> what? Why? I would say destroy your boxes. Destroy your. Let me tell you something. First of all, and you're you're okay because you you you've been married before. Yes, and and you've gone through some things. I would bet you that some of your boxes are based on what you've gone through. One thousand percent. If you cheat on me, I'm gone. No, exactly. <laughs> Fear abuse, I'm good. gone. I, I'm with you. I I get that. But here's the thing: you create you've created boxes, and again, it's not just you. But most people create boxes based on what they've seen mm -hmm. and based on what they've experienced. They say, you know what? I don't want that. Now, here's the problem: you may meet someone who might remind you of something from your past and immediately you'll dismiss them because they remind you from something of their past, of your past. But, you know, I, I learned this when I, I actually sat with a therapist after my uh, first marriage and the therapist told me this. She, uh, she said, Cal, you're going to meet people who remind you of what you went through. Mm. What I need you to do is to ignore that. Okay, because here's the thing. There are some things that are peculiar to women. There are some things that are peculiar to all men. And what you're doing now is you're just just taking a making a blanket statement about all people because because you have too many girlfriends, too many female friends, or you have, you know, you don't listen. You kind of <laughs> talk when I'm talking or, or you or you have all these things that come from your past you're constantly dismissing people these are probably things that are fixable they may not have been fixable with your ex but they're fixable with you they might be fixable with this next person so i tell people often is that if you have a checklist forget it when i, I did i did a couple years of law school before i quit and hated it but when i was in law school the first day our professor told us he said some of you have taken political science raise your hand some of you have parents who are attorneys raise your hand they all did some of you may have worked in law firms raise your hand they all, some others did he said, so you, some of you might think you know some things about the law, right? And some raised their hand. He said, you know nothing. Forget everything you've learned. Because what you're going to learn here is completely different. This is nothing mm -hmm. like you've ever experienced. Mm -hmm. I think that every marriage has that element. The next marriage is nothing like the last one. It's right. This marriage that I have now, oh my God, it's nothing like my ex, my, sure. my last marriage. 
And so I had to have a completely open mind. For single people out there, you have to have a completely open mind. You honestly have to start with a blank slate and give everybody a clear new chance of impressing you without any expectations. I love that. And I just realized this. I was like, oh, you guys must have co-parented then with the older kids. Yes, yes, yes. We're, yeah, we're blended family. So was that difficult? And what, what's the best advice for, you know, my, my co-parenting situation? Cause it, it, it can, ha- it has its ups and downs. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's very difficult. Co-parenting ain't for punks either. Let me tell you that. Oh, that's book two. Yeah. yeah seriously. Call me. Oh, we can, we can have a conversation. I got you. We, we got you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Co-parenting is, is tough, but here's the thing. And this is whether you're co-parenting or parenting or whether you both are the biological parents. Uh, I tell people, first of all, uh, never, this is going to be a little tough. Never put your children above your spouse. Never put your children. Never put your children above the ex spouse or the current uh, no, spouse. No, above your current spouse. Why? What? <laughs> I think that's, all, that's always the I was case. Gonna though, let right? that, I was going to just stop and, and let that marinate for a like, second. No, I need to. What do you like? My kids are my, well, like, well, right? Your like kids they, are your world. Absolutely. And yeah. they should be. Uh-huh. Right now, because you're a single parent. Sure. Well, once you get married, this is what children, this is what mm. I found that children need. Children <laughs> I love, need. I love how you let that marinate. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? I was like, let it for a minute. Uh, this is what children need. Children need, first of all, parents who are happy with each other. Mm. Children need parents who are communicating, who are vulnerable, who argue and make up and so they can see that entire progression of of having a conflict and then knowing how to get out of that conflict and then seeing you happy again i think that's one of the healthiest things for children things for children is to see is for them to see that their parents are normal that they're happy and that they're in love and that they they're a unified front and i think that what i've seen quite often is that when 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 i see either biological or co-parenting situations where people have put their children above their parents, the children have to choose mm. between whether or not they're going to be, uh, where, 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 yeah, where, where parents have put their children above, yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Children yeah. Have, <laughs> We're following. Children have to choose between almost like, well, mom is putting me again over dad. Mm. So then where do I fit in this thing? Because if, if mom is looking at me as more important than dad, then I must be more important than dad. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to treat dad accordingly. Or if dad is putting mom, thinks well, mom is more important than me, then I must be more important than mom. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this. I've seen it where I've seen fathers place a higher estimation on their children than they do their wives. And the children start the children start treating their mothers like the father does. Mm. You know, children don't want to be above their parents. Children don't want they don't want to be valued higher than their parents. They want their parents to be like little gods. They want their parents to be higher than them. Mm-hmm. That gives them security. It gives them that kind of feeling that you know I have someone who can protect me. And if both parents are realizing that hey, we are the leaders of this home. We are the ones who, who are taking care of you and we're always a united front and irrespective of what you bring to the table, we're gonna be in sync on it. And we're gonna be the ones who, are, who you'll never be able to separate us. We'll go through our crap, 
will argue, will be okay, but we're going to be your parents. We're going to be in charge. We're the ones who are superior. And I hate to say that that, that way, but that's the way it is. Children want that. No, it makes, that makes sense. I've always, yeah. you know, I've always heard that in like your marriage and then like the biological parents, you know, obviously it's like, you know, I've always, I believe it's God and then your spouse and then your kids, but it's Absolutely. interesting going into a new marriage mm-hmm. yeah. with kids where it's a step parent. That's yeah. where I think it could get a little bit tricky. It's like, no, these are my kids. Yeah. But like yeah. putting him first. So that's where it would be mm-hmm. more of and, a challenge, and, I feel like. And the first thing you have to do is eliminate step. Mm. Because, um, you know, I, I came into my daughter's life when she was seven mm-hmm. and she's uh, 21 now. And I have she I have never presented myself as her stepdad. I've never talk, called myself her stepdad. And she has never seen me as her stepdad. Uh, I'm her dad as far as she's concerned. Now, does she she has a biological father. She calls him also. You know, she refers to him as daddy, but I am her biological. I, well, I tell her, I'm, I joke around and tell her I'm her biological dad. That's a little mean. But I am her. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure her, her dad doesn't listen to this. It's fine. It's fine. But I am her dad. And even with her, she understands that I can't get between you and mom. I mean, I've heard the boys say that. And I've heard her say, okay, I know that whatever I say to you, you're going to tell, you're going to tell, you know, mom or whatever, whatever. Because and they realize, you know, that. Hey, it's us against them, always. For sure. <laughs> even with even with the biological children, but you need two parents who are going to be, who are going to be honest and open with each other. And kind of, I mean, I, I would never treat my 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 daughter, my non biological daughter, any less than I treat the boys. I just yeah. wouldn't. For sure. You know? I mean, I love her like she's like I was there in the in the in the delivery room. And in your book. Uh, what can readers expect when they read Mary Jane for Punks? They can expect a very straightforward, Mm hard-hitting, realistic view of marriage. It's not, it's not the kind of book that, uh, glosses over the tough issues. Um, we're in the book, we're talking about, um, boundaries. I'll give you, I'll give you a little example. Okay. Um, one story, this is a little, this is going to be, I'm giving you a little, a little, little depth here. This might be a little deep, uh, but I talk about, we don't one, get deep at all on this podcast, so it's <laughs> fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I talk about one story where the, um, wife and the, the bride and groom, they married and they were a biracial couple or in, well, interracial couple. Well, he was okay. He was black and she was white, whatever you call that. So they got <laughs> married. <laughs> I don't know what they it's a marriage. Places. It doesn't matter. It's fine. It's right? a marriage. It was just, they got married. They got married. But they got married against their parents' wishes. Mm. Um, and they were um, they were married and they were enjoying life and everything. They felt that love could conquer all, that all we need is love. And so they married each other. They had a baby. They were just enjoying life until uh, one day he came home. You know, he, he's black and she's white. He came home and he was pretty upset about something that happened at work. And he felt as though he was he was discriminated against. Well, she um, she responded and said, well, are you sure? He said, well, yeah, I'm sure. She said, well, what do you mean? Maybe it was something else. Maybe it was, she said, no, I know because others got this and I didn't get this. And so he he wanted her to understand that. And she she had a was a counterpoint, which was fine. And, and then in the middle of their arguing, he said, well, you don't understand because you're privileged. You've never had to deal with this. And she, she said, well, why, well, why are you acting like an N-word? 
Now that's the beginning of the chapter. Oh my gosh. And then she called me. This is an actual situation. I've changed all the names Oof. to protect people. But uh, <laughs> this is an actual story. And so I got a phone call saying, hey, uh, can you come help us? Our marriage is about to fall apart because mm -hmm. he walked out. And, and, and so then the rest of that chapter, I show how we were able to establish boundaries and yeah. how we were able to resolve those issues. And every chapter starts with a story mm. uh, about a couple, whether it's infidelity, whether it's bad communication, whether it's, I don't know, uh, co-parenting or what have you. Each chapter starts with a real life story or loosely based on a real life situation because I can't, I can't tell everybody's business, sure. but it's loosely based on a real life situation. And then throughout that chapter, I show you how we resolve those issues. Wow. Well, I just cannot thank you enough for coming on the show. I can't wait to read the book. And yeah. um, where can our listeners find you? You can find me on Instagram. I am Calvin Roberson. Uh, you can buy the book wherever books are sold. And let me just say that book is for everyone, because mm -hmm. I think when I was writing it, I intentionally wrote it for married people, single people who are thinking about getting married, mm -hmm. people who are divorced, whatever stage you're in, you're going to find something in this book. Uh, even if you want to know how to um, how to uh, remove yourself from certain people uh, and still remain civil, it's, I love it's it. for every, everyone. I just want to say wherever you are in the in your in the spectrum of relationships, the book will 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 have something for you. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a, a true joy. So thank it. you. It was such a pleasure. Thank you, guys. All right. Yay. Bye. 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 You did great. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you're, you. you're so sweet. I love your energy. I know. Oh, thank you. This was fun. You guys are awesome. Oh, thank you. You guys rock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. See, See ya. ya. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and to Kova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. 
Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Oh my God, I loved him. Going to buy the book right I know. now. I know. Like, and swipe up. Swiping up on the book. Yes. Uh, no, that was good. Because that's got to be tough. I mean, you did marry so young that you have to be totally different than the girl that you married, that, that he, you know, that he married. Yeah. I mean, that's such a good point. Like, you realize that, but like him saying it, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I know I've changed since I'm 20, but like, it's such a good point how much you change in those. Mm-hmm. He changes, I change. And how do you reconnect like new people, essentially? Mm. Which is crazy. I don't know. It's a lot. But yeah. Would it be too much for you to read the book together? <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm with Cal. I think, you know, the the, the personal therapy on our own. Oh, no, that's right. That's reading right, that's a right, book on right. our own. And then some couples therapy, I think, is probably. Are we doing individual therapy? I got a call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm proud, but I'm proud of you. That's like Thanks. the good. Yes, I am. I mean, I've done it before. It's just been a long time. But he he brought up a really, really great point. Sometimes it's not about the other person. It's about yourself. Which I, you know, I've acknowledged about myself. Yeah. God, it's so hard, though. <laughs> but when you do, it's good. And you yeah. start to not point the finger and go, well, yeah. shoot. Yeah. Time for me to look in the mirror. That's not good fun. Times. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, fun show. And, oh, we're going to be in Vegas this weekend. Yes. I'm so excited. And you're coming with me, girlfriend. I'll be so there. Uh, let's, let's, let's have go. some wine for this one. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. It'll be fun. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Bye.
Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because... It's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.